Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. We're going straight to the hotline and bring on Tommy Piggott, RNC Rapid Response Director, and absolutely must follow on Twitter at RNC Research with half a million followers, almost half a million followers. Tommy, uh, what's going on Labor Day weekend for you, man? We'll, we'll get into some stuff here, but we, we hardly ever get to talk like on a personal level. What's what's your plans this weekend, man? <laughs> Uh, like uh, millions of others, just kind of hanging out with family. I'm, I'm visiting my, my mom's house and uh, you know, sort of hanging out. And where are you? My, where are you based out of? Are you in DC? I'm based at, yeah, I'm based out of Washington DC. Yeah, um, yeah. So that, that's where I'm based out of. But so getting out of the swamp, which is nice. Do you <laughs> so. ever? But do you ever put down the phone? Can you leave it uh, on the table for for any length of time? Uh, I, I think I can put it down, but maybe not too far away from me. <laughs> right, right. It's right. always within arm's reach. Well, thank God everything's yeah. so affordable that you can travel this weekend, Tommy. You've got uh, low oh, gas God. prices. You can afford all the cookout food, all the beer for the weekend. Everything should be great. It's just crazy, isn't it? That it's like it's it, you know, the plane tickets, cars. I mean, I was trying to figure out how to how to get to my mom's house actually, and every single option was like, oh, well, that's too expensive. Yeah. Well, that's too expensive. Well, that's too expensive. It's like every single one of the options, and then eventually you, you got to bite the bullet if you can. But unfortunately, many people can't. You know, you got to change your plans, and so you know, like like me, uh, like I did, like others did, is kind of adjusting your travel plans to really pay for all this stuff. It's so outrageously expensive. I'm just I'm confused though because Joe Biden just came out today and said the economy's great, everybody's <laughs> doing fine, everybody's. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, it's fine when you can just get the government to fly it to your vacation home for the. You know, twenty sure. fourth day this month. You know, <laughs> if only we could all do that. But it's only Joe Biden that can take so much vacation, uh, live off the taxpayer dime, and not really have to live with the consequences of his own policies. I mean, the fact that he keeps on saying it's working, like we've said here before, is that you know, is he doing this on purpose? I mean, that's kind of the question for me. Is you know, is this an agenda that is purposely driving up prices? And I think that's a reasonable question to ask, given the fact that he's been saying it's working, and all the evidence points otherwise. So, Tommy, you mentioned uh, you're based out of Washington, D.C. Obviously, for your job, that's where you have to be. There was a big hearing in D.C. this past week with some of the Gold Star families. Uh, Mark Schmitz, the father of the late Marine Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz, was one of the folks that got a chance to speak and really speak his mind. Tommy, I'm going to play you a little bit of audio here from this Gold Star father and his message to Joe Biden. Well, I stood there on the tarmac watching you check your watch over and over again. All I wanted to do was shout out, it's 230, asshole. But out of respect to the other grieving families, I bit my tongue once again. Well, as you could probably tell by now, I'm done biting my tongue. And Tommy, to me, wow. that was one of the most powerful things I've heard in a long time. You're in D.C. I'm just curious as to what you thought. Uh, it was incredibly powerful. I, I would recommend anyone who has time to, to go and watch that hearing in full to do that because 
all these family members had such a powerful message for Joe Biden and how Joe Biden has failed them. I mean, we posted the whole thing on RNC Research, the whole thing's on the House website as well. It really is, I think, uh, important for everyone to watch that hearing and hear what these families have to say. The fact that Joe Biden has never once said the names of the 13 U.S. service members out loud in public. He has never once said their names. Just shows how callous he is. He promised to honor our men and women that have been fighting for us. He promised to honor veterans, to honor those that that, that have fallen in combat, that have been killed by terrorists. And he just hasn't. He's done the opposite. And these families, uh, the testimony they had from whether it's blocking the release of the personal belongings of the 13 U.S. service members, blocking the release back to the families, whether it's blocking accountability, blocking answers, checking his watch, as you just heard there. There are so many ways Joe Biden is adding insult to this painful and heartbreaking injury these families have already suffered. It's almost like he's forced them to relive it every single day because he's refusing to actually take accountability for his uh, absolutely terrible decisions. And Tommy, for those who are trying to say, well, give Joe Biden the benefit of the doubt. He looked at his watch. It was a mistake. No, this is who Joe Biden is. Every time he has a chance to do something to show empathy, he does the total opposite, whether it's looking at the watch, whether it's comparing uh, victims of the Hawaii fires to him almost losing his Corvette. I mean, he's got a history, a track record. He always brings up his son that died of cancer and comparing it to those who lost their son or daughter in a military exercise. This is who Joe Biden is, and he always has been this way. That's entirely right. And the fact is that he didn't just look at his watch once either, according to families that were there. He looked at his watch every single time one of those heroes was brought out of the airplane. Every single time that they were honoring and saluting those fallen heroes, Joe Biden looked at his watch 13 times, according to the Gold Star families that were there. That's So it's not just one time where he happened to do it. It was almost a clear disdain for the fact that he had to be there. And when Joe Biden's asked about these decisions, when Joe Biden's asked about if he did anything wrong, he says, I was right, and smirks and pounds the podium as if no one could dare question the fact that he made a terrible decision in Afghanistan. And he's never once expressed remorse for the fact that his decisions led to that terrible attack and the loss of those 13 American heroes. And, and you mentioned all those other examples, too. He's never gone to East Palestine, even though he said he would. No comment for the people in Maui. Lying to disaster victims. He did it again when talking about the recent hurricane in Florida, telling that same story about his house fire in Florida that's completely exaggerated. I mean, it's, this man has no empathy. He's only empathetic, if that's even the word, for himself. His only priority is himself. He always tries to make it about himself. And the media has misdiagnosed him being self-centered for him being empathetic for decades. And I think the American people are seeing uh, who he is in, in its entirety now, and, and they don't like it. Let's pivot back um, to the economy, the jobs report today. I saw you posted something earlier, uh, you know, after he was at the podium bragging there at the White House about Bidenomics and how it's working. Uh, as soon as he got done, the reporters were asking, why are so many Americans living paycheck to paycheck? Will you give your bank records to Congress? Why did you interact with so many of your son's foreign business partners? He just gets up and walks away, doesn't answer any of those questions. The uh, And especially Americans living paycheck to paycheck is a big deal, especially after he's saying, yeah, hey, we're back. The economy's back. Man, everything's more expensive, Tommy. We talked about it at the beginning of this segment. What do you think of what you saw today in terms of the jobs report and then Biden's comments after? Well, the jobs report showed a real slowing in the jobs market. It showed a deterioration 
uh, in job growth. Uh, we saw a slowdown not only this month, but a revision downward of uh, a loss of 110,000 jobs compared to what we thought we had. I mean, so it really shows that this job market's slowing. Well, at the same time, you have inflation that's rising. I mean, the, you have inflation that's rising, unemployment's rising, the job market is slowing. Everything's moving the wrong direction. You mentioned the people living paycheck to paycheck. 61% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck, according to the most recent survey. That's increased from last year. So, again, everything, not only is, are, are we seeing this, these astronomical prices, we're seeing an uh, 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 increased number of people that are struggling meet ends meet. It's also moving in the wrong direction as well. So we're seeing the absolute numbers being terrible and the trends being terrible in addition to that. And the reason why I think Joe Biden walked away is because – the moment that you ask any of these questions, the moment that Joe Biden gets beyond the, the dishonest talking points, he actually can't defend his record. He can't defend the fact the majority of Americans, 80 percent of the economy is in bad shape. He just cannot respond to that. And I think the only communication strategy, that's even a word for it, is to deny reality and avoid questions. And that's not paying anybody's bills. And that, that's not helping anybody out. Tommy Pickett is our guest. He is the RNC Rapid Response Director. Uh, I think it was earlier today, Tommy, if not today, then yesterday, that Corrine Jean-Pierre was doing her press briefing and looked at the press pool with a straight face, like not making a joke, and said that this president has done more to secure the border and to deal with the issue of immigration (laughs) than anybody else. Now, again, I'm not in Washington, D.C., but I can smell crap when I see it like this, Tommy. I mean, this is just a flat-out lie to the American people, is it not? It is. I think everyone could smell that BS from wherever you are in the country. I mean, that was outrageous that she said that. I mean, she is citing outdated numbers that no longer have any bearing on what's going on at the border. We're dishonest to begin with. And now she's saying that Joe Biden has somehow taken actions to secure the border, when in reality, in his first year in office, he took close to 100 executive orders that opened the border wide up yes. and created the current crisis. I mean, that, that's just what happened. That's the fact of the matter. And we saw recent reporting. While she was saying this, the Washington Post coming out and saying that the number of illegal border crossings last month accelerated by 30 percent after accelerating 30 percent from the month before. So we're seeing 230,000 people, according to reports, cross the border in August. That never happened under Trump. It never happened under Obama. That's that's the worst border crisis in U.S. history that we've ever recorded. And they're claiming that Joe Biden is somehow successful at the border. It shows either, again, that they're doing this on purpose. They're either opening it up on purpose or they're, they're just content with denying reality. And the problem is that you even have Democrats, like Democrats in New York City, who, who are struggling with this migrant crisis. So it's really turning every state into a border state. And I think that they're getting to a point where even the bluest of blue cities can no longer deny that we have to secure the border. Yeah, it feels like the story at the border, it's never gone away, but other things have happened that have kind of been the shiny object that the news focuses on, whether it's a Trump indictment, whether it's the Hawaii fires, the Florida hurricane. There's always something in the news cycle. But the constant, the one thing that has not changed is the condition down at the border. Hell, Nigel and I played audio of a TV reporter in Arizona just this past week who was doing a video shot at the port of entry and all the doors are just wide open. Not like cracked or broken open, just wide open where anybody can walk right in. And those are those were welded open by the Biden administration. They can't even close them right now. I mean, in that sector this week alone, there was 12,000 illegal border crossings in that sector. 
12,000, just in that one sector, in one week. I mean, that, that's the level of the crisis that we're having right here. And that's not even co- counting gotaways. I mean, we've had 1.4 million people who have crossed the border and escaped into this country. We have no idea who they are. And, and that's in addition to people that are paroled into the scenes of this country with little betting. We have reports of an ISIS-connected smuggling network smuggling people into this country. We don't know where they are. I mean, there's so many parts of this border crisis that's just it's growing and growing in severity. And it's compounding on itself because, like you said, the crisis isn't going away. So these people are constantly in the system. So it's like you constantly are adding water onto a pot that's already overflowing. It's just getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And it's draining so many resources. It's causing so many security concerns. In a really tragic way as well, it's really helping these cartels. It's only aiding and abetting these cartels both to smuggle people and drugs into this country. So while there might be that shiny object the media is chasing after, Every single day in this country, there's a community that's suffering from an overdose or a community that's suffering from a crime from someone that was smuggled across the border by a cartel member. I mean, that's the reality of Biden's border crisis. It's hitting everyone in this country constantly every single day. And it might not, like I said, be that shiny object, but it's happening every single day in almost every corner of this country. Tommy Piggott, RNC Rapid Response Director. Tommy, have a great, safe Labor Day weekend, and we'll talk to you next Friday. Hey, thanks for having me on. You guys, too. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.